friends. I have missed you. It has been a hot ass second since I've done a solo episode. I feel like I've been just cranking out some interviews, which is really fun. I love just sharing a different perspective on the podcast, but it's also nice to just sit down and share what's on my mind. So I am currently recording this January 1st, 2022, a new year. So exciting. And I just got back, actually just got back on a red eye last night, or I guess this morning from San Diego. So I was home for the holidays, spent some amazing quality time with my friends and family, and I got so much inspiration for the podcast. And I don't know if you guys are like me, but when I'm home for the holidays, it is like a packed schedule. I'm seeing friend after friend after family member. It's just, I mean, I got to squeeze everyone in before I leave because it's so many people and so little time. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that my circle of friends has also gotten smaller because I've just gotten more intentional about who I spend my time with. And I've gotten more self-aware as to which friends light me up, make me feel electric, make me feel happy and energized, and which friends deplete me and drain me and just suck me dry. And so I thought today would be a perfect time to talk about friendship. And especially with the new year, people are setting goals, they're making resolutions. I think this conversation will be very illuminating for you when it comes to who you choose to spend your time with. So before we dive into my thoughts on friendship, I really want to give you a backstory as to how I used to be as a friend. I used to be a yes girl. I used to be a people pleaser. I used to hang out with anyone who wanted my time and attention. And it's not all bad. You know, that served me well for many years. It felt really good to be surrounded by a big circle of friends who was always just a text or phone call away. I never had to sit alone with my feelings because I could always hang out with someone at the drop of a hat. But what I realized over time was that I was spending time with certain friends who just totally drained my energy. I would leave from hanging out with them or going out or just grabbing coffee and I would just feel like I needed to take a nap. And I think we all have had those experiences in our lives where maybe it's not a friend, maybe it's just someone at work or an acquaintance or a family member and you leave the interaction with them just feeling like, oh my gosh, like you were up here I guess you guys can't see me because I'm recording a podcast, (laughs) Um, but your energy is, you know, up here, high, excited, joyful, and then you hang out with someone and it's like, they take you down to the bottom and you're like, whoa, maybe it's someone who complains a lot or is just really negative and pessimistic. And those people are hard to hang out with, to be honest, but it's not also a perfect world. And sometimes you have to hang out with these people and I totally get it. Say it is someone in your family and you have to see them every holiday season and you dread it like hell, but they're part of your family and you gotta do it. So I understand those situations, but what I'm talking about here is really more friendships. And one of the great value props of friendships is you can choose whether or not you wanna hang out with someone. So slowly over time, I started to notice and just become more self-aware as to how the people I was spending time with were affecting my energy and my mood. And if you look at it from a really binary logical standpoint, you can say, okay, I'm gonna hang out with the people who light me up and I'm gonna dump the people who drain me. And that's all great, right? I I think some people can maybe pull that off, but us humans, we're pretty complicated. We have these things called emotions and relationships, they're very emotional and they're very complicated. So while it may seem easy on paper to say, I am not hanging out with Becky because she just makes me want to take a nap. 
you can't really dump her because maybe you've been friends with her for 15 years. Maybe you guys are best friends since kindergarten. Now what? This conundrum leads me to my first piece of advice. A good friendship isn't defined by years of history together. So I don't care if you and Becky are besties from kindergarten. If she's a shitty friend to you, if she creates toxic energy in your life, it may be time to reconsider whether or not a friendship with Becky is really important to you. And there's really two paths you can take here. You can either A, have a conversation, have a dialogue with Becky, pointing out what issues you're seeing in the friendship, or B, you can really start to set boundaries and slowly distance yourself from her. And I see a lot of people doing B and sort of just slowly drifting apart, not really addressing the problem, almost ghosting their friend. And again, I'm not here to judge anyone. Everyone's friendship is very different, but I personally think it's best to always communicate, especially with someone like that, that you've been friends with forever. Why not tell them how you really feel? And who knows, maybe you can repair that relationship and maybe they're willing to make the changes to turn their shit around and be a really great friend. But I get it. You know, there are certain situations where someone has done something unforgivable or you really just don't have the interest in choosing to be friends with them anymore. And that's totally fine. I'm not here to judge. I know everyone's relationships are different, but I do think that communication is always queen when it comes to resolution and conflict. And this sort of segues nicely into my next topic, which is a little slight twist on what I just shared. I think a lot of us don't have these friendships that are super toxic or else they would have cut them out of their lives, you know, years ago. But I think a lot of us grow and change and evolve. And we find that sometimes our friendships who used to really fulfill us or we used to feel really connected to sort of don't anymore and we maybe have drifted apart naturally and it was nothing dramatic or toxic that happened but just the natural byproduct of getting older and evolving and not being the same person we were when we were 14 and this situation can be especially heartbreaking because sometimes there's nothing wrong you know you guys have a great healthy friendship no one backstabbed someone else no one stole another girl's man like nothing happened but you just sort of don't have that spark anymore. And this can happen in romantic relationships. This can happen in friendships. And I wish more people talked about it because it's really common. And it's something that I've been struggling with lately, transparently, you know, I'm a different person than I was when I was 12, as I should be. I'm almost 30. And here I am expecting to have the same exact connection with friends I was friends with when I was 12. I will give you a little shred of hope, a little positive spin on things. I have some friendships where we were friends forever. Things sort of felt like we were drifting apart at one point, maybe five or six years ago. And now it's like things are back together. I don't know what happened. I think it was just maturity and, you know, evolution. I don't know. I didn't do anything especially to work on it. But I think that's another cool part of friendships is If you start to grow apart, don't feel like it's forever. It could just be a temporary thing. You could just be in a certain phase of your life where it doesn't necessarily gel with your friend's phase of your life. And then maybe you'll get older and you'll kind of be in the same phase of life. And what do you know? You'll start gelling again. We're all gelling. Wasn't there? That was a commercial. Are you gelling? (laughs) I'm gelling. All right. The last thing I wanted to touch on with you guys 
is just a reminder, just a general reminder. Friendships are supposed to enhance your life, not add stress, not add negative vibes, toxicity, bad juju, whatever you want to call it. And I think sometimes we forget that. So wrapping things up, I encourage you to just take inventory of the current friendships in your life. Don't make any rash decisions. (laughs) Don't break things off with everyone you know, but just get curious and maybe start to build that awareness. The next time you hang out with one of your friends, just feel how that interaction affects your mood. Does it really light you up? Do you leave just feeling like you're just, your heart is full to the brim? Or do you leave feeling insecure? Are you comparing yourself to them? Are you anxious? Are you stressed? Are you zapped of energy because they were just complaining and dumping all this shit on you the whole time? It's a very different energy. And I know there's certain situations, maybe, you know, your friend's going through a bad breakup or someone that she loved just passed away. And at those periods of time, you know, of course, you're not going to expect every interaction to be rainbows and butterflies. Like people go through shit. I get it. But I think you know, you know, net net, how does it feel to hang out with this person? And then just get savage, you know, just really take a look. And if there are people in your life and pretty much everyone you hang out with kind of zaps you of energy, might be time to do something about that. Again, totally up to you. It's your life. But this practice has been so transformational for me. And I think just the older I get, I just don't have the patience. I honestly, my time is way too precious to be spending it with people that drain me. And it's not a self-importance thing. You know, I don't think I'm better than anyone else. It's a self-care thing. It's a boundaries thing. Shit, it's a mental health thing. You got to put that oxygen mask on first, baby. All right, friends, I love you. I hope this was helpful, at least got you thinking about your current friendships and relationships in your life. I hope you had an amazing New Year's. This year is going to be chef's kiss. I'm putting it out there. I say that every year. I said that 2020, which is when I should have learned my lesson because clearly it was not chef's kiss, but we're just going to, we're going to manifest it. Love you guys. Thank you for listening and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.